This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Once again, folks, it's that time of the month. The August jobs report has been released. And for years now, we have responded to the monthly jobs report with our resident expert on economics. Uh, but most importantly, he is the chief economist of the center, or for, I should say, the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, centeronbudget.org. Chad Stone joins us now. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Just fine. Pleasure to speak with you, uh, as always. Um, 315,000 um, for the month of August. June was revised down by about six figures, 105,000. July revised down by only 2,000. So again, you always also help us with the revisions and what it all means. So the last time we talked, you know, people were pretty, we were pretty high on July. You know, people thought it was cool. Does that revision down and this new 315 number, is is this, is, is that major? Is that cause for some serious concern or is this still pretty steady? No, it's not a cause for concern. And and in fact, um, it, would, it, would, it would, June is the one that had the big revision. And that surprised all of us as being very high compared with expectations. And so this just brings June back to a more realistic number. And, and employers have three months to get their information in to the Bureau of Labor Statistics for the, if, if they're in the, if they're in the uh, survey uh, of employers from which we get the payroll job numbers. And so in the pandemic, there have been various reasons why they may have been slow, and and so it, a, a lot more a lot more negatives from June must have come in this month this month to to cause that big revision in June. But it's not surprising because June was much higher than expected. Um, July, I'm sorry, August was very so, a very solid number. Uh, it was about in line with expectations, um, and. 
it's 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 a good number. Um, it's it's below the rate we had in the first six months of the year, but as I as I say in the tweet thread, it makes it it's it's not a it's not a surprising thing that job growth is still high, but slowing from really torrid paces because the economy is really getting close to full employment, and there's also the headwinds of the of the Fed raising uh, starting to raise interest rates, which have haven't have had some effect as well. And uh, we can talk about the Fed at some point if we want and what, and what, the, what it's trying to do and what we hope it can accomplish, but the risks. But anyway, yeah. so that was, that was, this, was, this was a good jobs report. So now, the, but it was good, but we know that there were some small tenths of percentage points where things did change. Black unemployment went, um, reading your thread, went from 6 to 6.4. Um, Hispanic went from 3.9 to 4.5 in August. Um, white did go up, but only 110, 3.1 to 3.2. Asian, 2.6 to 2.8. Uh, that, that's, what do we know about that minor uptick, and what does that Portend. So um, that that information, if, if, if one were looking at the tweet thread, I'll want uh, that that information came in one that also made the point that the that all of those rates are down pretty close to where they were at this just before the recession, um, uh, and there's some there's some volatility in them uh, month to month. So we've had months when the the black rate did did better and months when it when it did when it went when it went down and months when it went up because of that volatility. Um, the, the, the 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 bad news is it went up in, in July. The good the good news is that it has been close to oh that's one piece of bad news. <laughs> yeah the the good news is that it's down close to where um, it, it was pre pandemic. And the enduring bad news is it's Roughly twice the white rate, and that's a long-standing situation. You, you and I, Chad and I, have not been able to change that yet, folks. Um, we're working on it, me and him together. <laughs> um, the the labor, and we'll get into the Fed in a minute, but but the labor force participation rate, and you've also been helpful in getting us to understand uh, that. Um, the and again, you know, it's. One of the reasons we have this conversation with Chad is because what the news media tends to report is, um, um, you know, the headlines that also don't always reveal what the truth of the matter is. And, and you wrote that the prime age labor force participation rate is a better indicator of overall, overall labor market conditions than the headline labor force participation rate for the 16 uh, and over population. And that prime age, right, is 25 to 54, right, Chad? Right. And so how how did that fare in in August? So let's let's start out that even the headline headline number did did relatively well, rising three-tenths of a 
a percentage point, and but but it's still a, a percentage point short of, and that's a lot of people uh, short of where it was at the start of the pandemic. Whereas the twenty-five to, and and that's be, just just to jump ahead a little, that, that's because it includes people in the baby boom generation who are retiring naturally, not because of just because just because they've reached retirement age. And that's a big chunk of the population. And so when you have more people in the 65 and older population, that holds down the labor force participation rate for the 16 and over population. But the, so, but the prime age, uh, that, that's really pretty good news, that it's, that it's within two-tenths of a percent of the pre-pandemic and has, been, uh, uh, has, has moved up substantially from where it was for the first six months. Uh, I'm sorry, for the first year. Or two, really. It's been 2022 that it's really started to come up, and that's that's good. So, so the labor force participation rate is the number of people working and the number of people actively looking for work, and that's what's required to be counted in the unemployment. So, it's the sum of the employed and the unemployed, and then there's a bunch of people who are not in the labor force, many of whom don't want to be in the labor force because they're retired or they're going to school or other things, but some of which are not in the labor force, but would, would like a job. It's just that they haven't looked recently enough. You have to look in the last four weeks to be counted as officially unemployed. Um, people who want a job not in the labor force and want a job have looked in the past year, maybe, but look, look, look in the past year, but not, not in the last four months. So there's, uh, there's still, there's still room to, uh, to expand, but the, the, the consequence of the big increase in the size of the labor force, which occurred because people got jobs and people came out of the labor force, uh, uh, people moved from not in the labor force, not looking to looking, but they didn't get a job yet. But they're looking, and they probably will as the labor, if the labor market stays as strong as it is. And that's why we, we talk about um, the so, – so the unemployment rate went up from 3.5 to 3.7. But uh, if you remember through the, through, the labor, through the jobs reports coming out of the Great Recession, there were, there were good jobs there – were, there were good reasons why the unemployment rate could go up because of increased participation and people coming back into the labor force. And, and bad reasons because people were lots of people were losing jobs and this is one of those situations that's 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 a good one that the unemployment rate went up but that's because people are coming back in to look for work and uh, if the economy stays strong they'll find work. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And, and, and I did my own math, folks. So if the, when the labor force participation rate goes up, um, like it, it did in this past month and went up, if I believe four tenths of a percentage point, remember I just said the, the, un, the un, unemployment rate went up in these small ticks. So 
when the labor force participation rate goes up, right, Chad, then the unemployment rate also tends to go up. It, um, it, it, it can if, if, it, if, it go, if it goes up a lot. Um, okay. it, if, if, the, if the participation rate goes up because unemployed workers are the main ones taking new jobs, people who are already unemployed are moved from unemployed to employed, that's, that's a good thing all around because that lowers the unemployment rate. But if a large number of people out of the labor force are so encouraged by that they come back in but don't immediately find jobs, that can, that can cause it to go up. And yeah, and the, uh, the overall went up three-tenths of a point and the 25 to 54 participation rate, well, four-tenths of a percent. So it's really a really nice increase, especially nice increase in the, the population that we pay as, as an economic indicator who, that we pay attention to is, is 25 to 54. Yeah. As, as a human indicator, we look at the overall as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but so, and you alluded to the Fed, and we've touched on this before when you've been on the show, um, the risks in whatever decision the Fed makes um, in the coming days and weeks. Where, where do you see that headed? Um, the, the Fed, the Fed has made it pretty clear that it's going to continue to raise rates un until it sees very clear signs that inflation is coming down. Um, that's, um, that's concerning in the sense that the, the, the Fed's raising rates increases the risk of the economy falling into recession, increases the risk doesn't guarantee it, but it increases the risk. Now, if what, what the Fed would like to see is kind of what we saw this month, which is um, the, the labor force participation was up. That means people are, are, are taking jobs. And, and, and yes, they're getting income too, which adds to demand, but they're taking jobs, which means the supply is increasing. And that, that, act, that by itself acts against inflation. More people come into the labor force, more jobs are created. Um, it means that that the economy can produce more more output without running up against constraints. That, but, but yeah, I'm getting a little too complicated. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me let me pause there, and um, and, and say that the the, the the fact that the Fed wants to keep raising rates increases the risk of the economy having a recession. The fact that the, that jobs are still growing and the unemployment rate is not shooting up, it went up, but for a good reason, is, is an indication that the Fed is getting what it wants to see, which is less pressure on prices from, from demand for goods and services bumping up against supply constraints. Um, and that's, that's good. But if things, if things keep, if, if we start to get into a situation where, where employers are starting to lay off lots, lots of people, that's what becomes problematic. So what we don't want is another recession. We definitely don't. Now, the, the Fed is, is making an argument that has some merit, but is also also complicates the story, which okay. is that 
you want to get you want to get inflation moving in the right direction so that the idea that inflation is really high doesn't get built into people's expectations so that that employers don't say well i know we have a lot of inflation so i'm going to raise my prices to to to, to. I mean, my inputs are going to be costly, the, the, the things I use to produce my goods and services. So I'm going to get ahead of that game because of inflation, and I'm going to raise my prices too. And some workers may say, oh, I know I know, prices are, are, going to, are, going, are going to keep going up, or I think prices are going to keep going up. And so I will um, increase my wage demands. And if, if you can, if you can keep it, the, the expectation of inflation continuing to rise from getting out of hand and inflation starts to fall as it actually did um, in, in the last couple of months by a little bit, um, then that prevents the Fed having to take much harsher steps in the future to get ongoing inflation and to get inflation expectations there. Longer term inflation expectations are not up. So it's encouraging that if inflation begins to come down, the Fed will not have to really tighten a whole lot. And that reduces the risk of recessions. The Fed doesn't, doesn't feel it has to, to really keep, uh, keep it. But this is all speculation. Uh, the Fed, Fed has a lot of influence on certain sectors by, by raising interest rates, housing, order sales, and also has a complicated effect on the exchange rate and, and hence on our exports that we get into. So it's, 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 a, it's a situation that is quite complicated and the outcomes are certain. Um, we, we would call the scenario the Fed is aiming for a Goldilocks scenario where the economy is not too hot, not too cold and inflation comes down, that's a hard thing to achieve, not an impossible thing to achieve. But, but again, the risk is to, to prevent inflation accidentally, I guess, triggering a recession. Um, from, yeah, from, force, from forcing the Fed to keep rates really high because, yeah. because inflation is accelerating. It's getting worse. Yeah. If, if it's decelerating, if, if the Inflation rate is coming down. It's still too. It's still high, but it's coming down. That's what you want, and I think we'll be seeing that in the next few months. Well, I guess. I guess. I guess the question. That's the question I'm asking. How much more room is the Fed going to give it to continue to come down before triggering something else? I mean, how how patient are they going to be? Well, they're 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 not. They're not being patient in the sense that um, there's there's still there's still um, question about whether at its next meeting, which is later this month, the Fed is going to raise its target interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point or a half percentage point. If the CPI, which will come out in the meantime, is not rising. Again, and maybe even as, as, as inflation's the inflation rate is falling, from, so not 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 the price level itself. Um, 
then the Fed might be more inclined to go just with 50 than with 75. And that would be a sign that they think they believe that inflation's coming down. But they're going to keep going up by smaller increments still in subsequent months because, until they see that inflation is really coming down and sure that it's going to be coming down close to the target. Got it. Got it. Chad Stone, folks, Center on Budget and uh, Policy Priorities. Oh, before I go, we always used, we always do, uh, and may not, I don't know, may not have it in my fingertips. Um, state and local schools are reopening. Do we have those numbers? Yeah, I, I, I actually made a mistake in the tweet thread, and I put in a tweet just this morning. Oh, you did? Correcting it. That 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 I had a number of over six hundred thousand in education alone decline. That was still below February twenty twenty. But that was that was overall state and local government is over six hundred thousand below where it was in February twenty twenty. Education jobs still down three hundred three hundred some thousand. So that there's still there's still a lot of education jobs to come back, and we'll see what happens in this in this coming back to school cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, this this was just the August report, so we'll we'll actually get a more accurate number on that uh, probably for the September yeah. report. Right? So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Follow Chad on Twitter, folks. Um, uh, 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 Chad at Chad CBPP for Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Chad CBPP on Twitter. He joins us every month. Chad, we thank you, sir. Uh, you're welcome. Always great to be with you. Likewise, great to be with you, too. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. 
And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.